Do you want to hear us talk about almost all the NFL games from Sunday or a comedian's filmography? You got to hear it on the Twitch at twitch.com slash daydreamer media. We do wild stuff, talk about a ton of stuff, and we also record the podcasts every Sunday and Wednesday on that Twitch, just like we're doing right now. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I'm JJ. With me, I got Keone and Ryan. Indeed. What's up, guys? What up? How was your guys' week five of NFL games? Better. Better than week four. You know, we have a chance to go 4-0, and but likely oh. we'll go 3-1. and So. Put up points. Lost some. Won some. But. I'm going to go 3-1. and I'm going to lose to Ryan in one league. And- you got the better of me this week. So, all right, let's uh let's talk about everyone's game of the week going into week five. The Chiefs at the Vikings. Yeah, because we're we're smart and we didn't pick that blowout of a Cowboys yeah. versus 49ers game. We knew, we knew. Yep, saw it. Saw it coming. The Chiefs came away with the victory 27-20. It was a close game at the end. The Vikings fought back to get in it, but at the end, they could not pull off the comeback. Does what the refs? Some, <laughs> what were some takeaways you had from this game? Um, the the Vikings and turnovers. Just they, you know, they like tried to get theirs out of the way early with that first play from the first play from scrimmage. But that's what you get for not throwing to T.J. Hawkinson. Don't throw to other tight ends. <laughs> um, but uh, Travis Kelsey gave us a scare. I agree. You know, Isaiah Pashenko, Pashenko, I think is a top ten. Running back, you know, he's the guy. He's going to get touchdowns. He's getting passing work. He looks great. This is what we wanted, you know, Clyde to be all those years ago. He's yeah, it. Yeah. So he's a starter every week, and I don't think we should see anything different. I mean, he plays Broncos on a Thursday night. Shout out to my boy JJ on the FFJ Dreamers. We posted that he's going to be a great play this week, and I agree, man. He's the guy we all want. Mr. Ball 17 times for 64 yards, scored the early touchdown on the ground. He's he's getting the carries in this backfield. He's the running back 13 on the season so far. Mm-hmm. I agree. And he he's getting catches week. too, which is important. He's he's a couple. Not he's a lot. A yeah. But that, but that adds value. But, Those two but, to three change things. Let's talk about CEH, Jerk McKinnon real quick, because do you have any interest in these guys? CEH has finished... Uh, one time inside the top 36 he's five percent rostered um when he got the workload he was inside the top 20 but it's pacheco there right so who cares about ceh yeah. yes mckinnon 45 percent rostered he's finished if, twice inside the top 36 if pacheco went down i would go mckinnon mckinnon okay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, bigger boom bust guy there uh, yeah. but to me it feels almost equivalent to like pacheco and McKinnon are like David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, where it's like they throw Jameer Gibbs in every, you know, third down or, you know, a few like he's the third down back and he would be a good. Even. Yeah, he would be a good back if, you know, the lead back wasn't there. But the other guy is just, you know, the head of that backfield. And so that's 
um, I think they're very similar in that regard. Um, so yeah, uh, just Pacheco is very good. We knew he was going to be probably pretty good versus this Vikings porous defense. And yeah, and that just, that really helps Kansas city keep the ball. Patrick Mahomes was 31 for 41, 281 yards, two touchdowns. Again, finished inside the top 12 quarterbacks. It's, he's only finished outside the top 12 one time so far. He played Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like it's, he, they might, they're not like flashy, like the, you know, the um, Miami, who's the greatest show on surf and turf, but they're, and they're not like the, uh, the 49ers, which will just beat you into the ground and then just walk over you to win the game They're but they get it done. Like they know how to win and they use that to their like advantage. Uh, do you want any wide receivers on this Kansas city chiefs team? Rasheed Rice scored the touchdown on maybe, Sunday. Maybe him, uh, but he touched on I, I want to talk about this actually a little bit later, but uh, okay. I, I do think I would put, pick up rice. Okay. I think he's, uh, his role can expand. All right, Travis Kelsey, like Keone said, slipped um, non-contact injury, um, hobbled off the field, headed to the locker room early before halftime. He was able to return. He caught a che- the last Chiefs touchdown of the day, finished the day with 10 receptions on 11 targets, 67 yards. And like I said, he scored the touchdown despite Taylor Swift not showing up to the game. Travis Kelsey still finished as a top three tight end. You start Travis Kelsey. It's see, it's because she wasn't there that he had to create some type of social media stirrup. And then he's like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll hurt my ankle, whatever, go back to the, you know, frustration, get people, you know, talking about it on the, the, the socials. And then he'll come back and be like, I'll oh, just whatever. I'll score a touchdown. You know, that's just what we do. So that's my conspiracy con- conspiracy corner here. All right. Let's talk about the Vikings. The other side of the ball, Kirk cousins, 29 to 47, 284 yards, two touchdowns finish inside the top 12 again, uh, quarterback eight on the year so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you have to start him, especially if you know, you drafted someone earlier, Justin Fields. I don't know what you do with now. Oh, uh-huh. that, because I feel like you could have waited on Kirk. And if you picked him up as a streamer, you've been able to ride him as a streamer. Yeah. Here's the problem with Kirk, right? Is that he's had some great matchups. And I just think like, man, like this can see matchup. He should have had another touchdown at least. He almost like he did. Should, he, you know, we're, we could talk about that with Madison, but like mm. he, He's not giving you anything on the run game. You know, he's not going to run for anything. So we just like, we're just stuck in this mid tier eight to 12 now, you know? Yeah. yeah. They're not even passing as much as they did before. The perfect streaming option. Yeah. He is perfect streaming option, but it's just, man, they were passing so much. It was amazing. Bring it back. I mean, throwing it 47 times. So, so it, it also, I mean, late in the game, I think it, it really impacted them with Justin Jefferson being out. Yeah. Uh, let's so. talk about Alexander Madison. Uh, carried the ball eight times for 26 yards, caught two passes, 20 yards. Um, he dropped a wide open screen pass uh, f- 
which probably would have been a touchdown, but then later he caught a screen pass and easily got into the end zone. Really mm-hmm. saved his day with that touchdown. Um, Cam Akers carried the ball five times, caught two passes. He seems to be a small part of this backfield, but a part digging into Alexander Madison a little bit. What are we doing with Madison going forward? Here's the problem. Madison is good enough to get the opportunity, but he's just almost. Like he's just almost. That's the definition of Alexander Madison is almost. Mm. <laughs> he's just a, he's just almost there. He almost scores. He almost catches the ball. <laughs> he almost has a great game. Mm. His trade value is stuck in the middle because I kind of want to get rid of him. But you mm-hmm. can't because he almost has a great game, but he doesn't. It's just it's horrible. Uh I I have to keep starting him because he's I'm the second best running back on my team or most teams, but you know, I'm not sure if I want to right now. Yeah, I think you have to keep starting him because he's in that like RB twenty to twenty-four range. Mm. So, I, like, I think it's almost eighteen to twenty-four. Um yeah, you're probably right. But it's just like that later round RB2 and you want more from him. Mm-hmm. But you do have to keep starting him. Yeah, I agree. Like if he has the chance to to get in the end zone, you know, which he has been doing as of late, um, you know, he stepped up enough, I think, to to play him the past few weeks. Exactly. Um, He's but... been good enough. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just not. Uh, just sometimes not, that's, oh, it's sometimes that's what you yeah. need on your team, though. You know, like, yeah, it's better than but... having like a Dalvin cook or a, but when you watch the game, so you're like, this is like, you had three attempts on the goal line or yeah. you, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't score. How did the, how did you fall on the po- <laughs> on the half yard line, bro? Extend it out. Yeah, you watch other people do that. Christian Caffrey sends that ball out. That's, that's one difference. You know, that's what makes the day great. Sorry. I have Alexander Madison in a lot of leagues. <laughs> Personal. <laughs> I don't have him in any. <laughs> nope. Yep. Uh, let's talk about Justin Jefferson left early with a hamstring injury. It was very sad to watch, and I don't know why they kept cutting to him on the sideline at the end of those last couple drives, mm. and the Vikings couldn't get it done, but he looked so distraught on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had towel. Yeah, his towel over his mm. head, yeah. Had six targets, but only caught three of them for 28 yards. If he plays, you start him, but you got to be locked into the FF Daydreamers on all social media. Stay up to date uh, with the latest injuries. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stay tuned on, on Justin Jefferson. Jordan Addison stepped in, saw nine targets, caught six of them for 64 yards, scored uh, the uh, other receiving touchdown. Nice crossing pattern to the corner of the end zone where Cousins makes a real uh, good read. Quickly passes in the ball. Nice touchdown. If Jefferson is out, you're definitely starting Locked Jordan in. Addison. Yeah. Locked mm-hmm. in. For sure. What if Jefferson plays? What are you doing with Addison? Um, He's still the same boom bus receiver that he was yep. before. Averaging yeah. 5.8 targets, 50 yards a game. Scored three touchdowns on the season. He's been inside the top 33 times. Been outside the top 36 twice. So yeah, boom, boom, bust. Hmm. But seems to be booming more than busting now. Yeah. Uh, KJ Osborne, more intriguing here, saw an uptick in targets, uh, nine targets, caught five passes for 49 yards. Brian, you talked about adding him. He's another boom, bust player, even bigger boom, bust player. 
Yes, agreed. Uh, 100%. Boom yeah. bust. Uh, Worth an ad? Uh, if you need to buy weak fill in, I, I don't, I'm not. I I, pers- get, I stay away from him. Yeah, exactly. We, I mean, he's we've a seen this number before. two. Uh, I mean, it's clear number three option. You know, Addison, mm-hmm. Hawkinson, Osborne at that point, you know? Yeah, we've we've seen this story before with Osborne where it's like, oh, he has a great week. And then you get you get him off the waiver wire and then he just doesn't. So that's why we like consistency. DJ Hawkinson caught five balls on eight targets, 51 yards. This is two weeks in a row. He finished outside the top 12 tight ends. Are you guys getting worried about TJ Hawkinson? No, no, me neither. no. All right. That'll do it for the game of the week. Let's get into some news. Bears running back Khalil Herbert is expected to miss multiple weeks due to an ankle injury that he suffered in Thursday night's game. They lost like all their backfield. Basically, it seemed like. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Bears running back Roshan Johnson is in concussion protocol as well. Mm. So Deontay Foreman, welcome back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, looks like Herbert is going to miss time. Can you drop Herbert if you've held on to him? Well, uh, I'll put him in the IR. Okay. You know. But if there's no, what if you don't have an IR spot? I'll drop him. Yeah. Okay. At that point, yeah. no reason to have him. Uh, Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson left early with a right shoulder injury. X rays came back negative. It's believed to be an AC joint sprain. Don't necessarily know what that means, but it looks like it hurt pretty bad and he touched it like immediately. So be maybe be prepared for Gardner Minshew to play a game or two. We'll see. I mean, again, I don't know how bad an AC joint sprain Isn't is. Isn't this what um, Derek Carr is dealing with? Where he oh. played literally the ne- the very next week. Okay, well then. Yes, but okay. I think it's on it's, his throwing arm, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. think it's um a little bit different. Two different styles of play. I think you. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm just out. saying. I'm not saying um he'll play this week. I'm just saying I don't expect him to miss a long period of time. Oh yeah, Fair enough. possibility. Yeah. But we'll keep you informed. With Minshew, I think uh, this offense is still going to be good. So I'll mm. still play Pittman. Zach Moss is nasty. Taylor is coming back. Um, so, yeah. Texans wide receiver Tank Dell is being evaluated for concussion. Well, that, you know, that uh, that's good for the other receivers, I guess, like Nico Collins and Robert Woods and and even even guys like uh, Dalton Schultz. So hope he gets, you know, is healthy, but it's it's good for it helps clear oh, up some a touchdown, uh, right? Huh? <laughs> Schultz did. Yeah. 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 Coming back, Dom Schultz. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I knew I saw that red zone. Yep. Yep. We'll talk about him later, I think. So, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones left early with a neck injury. I mean, this Giants offense is looking bad. So, they've been sacked like, what is it, like 11 times in week four and then six at least in week five? Like, they're like, I, I think, yeah. but we, you know, even if Saquon Barkley does come back, that line is awful. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no protection I think, whatsoever. Uh, I would trade Saquon. Yeah. Mm. If you can. You yeah. Trade I would try to get a wide receiver who hasn't fully gone off yet and try to get him right now. You know, mm. Jalen Waddle. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Cause mm. that, uh, that, that giant's offense. Looks that would be far. a great pickup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giants wide receiver Wandale Robinson left early with a concussion. Damn. 
Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson left early with a hamstring injury like we talked about. Uh, Cardinals running back James Conner left early with a knee injury, uh, got his foot stuck in the ground on his 35-yard run and twisted his knee. So, yeah, that kind of sucks. Then, he's been he's been running pretty good. And then the entire Cowboys defense got injured. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Huh? Goodness. <laughs> and, the, and Dak. Yeah. And the Texas coast. If I have to hear about that one more time. I know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, teams on bye in week six, Green Bay and Pittsburgh. Just a reminder for mm. all you guys. Uh, that'll do it for the news. Let's give out some awards. So this first award, a player who went to work, not a great day, but got the job done. This is the Mr. Lunch Pail Award. Work, 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 work. And I got Jalen Waddle. Here you go, Ryan. You asked for seven targets, got over seven targets for Waddle on Sunday, had 10 total targets. First week, he's been inside the top 30. Um, Still didn't win you the week. Only caught five of those 10 targets for 35 yards. Scored a touchdown, though. Final, finally a playable week from Waddle. Um, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, Puka Nakua. Seven receptions, Ooh. 11 targets, 71 yards, and a touchdown. It's his lowest. I was worried about this one. I played him well, still, but I was well, worried. Mm-hmm. This, is what, this is what I want to talk about, right? So it's his lowest yards uh, of the season, right? He got a touchdown. It was a great play. Mm-hmm. But what this told me is that he is still a weekly play. He's a flex play. Cooper Cup, I mean, had six or five for like 95 in the first half. He was going off, right? The Rams kind of like, mm-hmm. like the Rams kind of settled down in the second half and didn't score. But listen, Puka, you could still play 100%. I I am so happy this game worked out. He was still getting targeted. He was still getting open. He's playing on the outside. Uh, I would not play 2-2 anymore. I would not even worry about... I mean, Kyron kind of... His volume went down a little bit because of Cooper Cup, but Puka, you are great. He was putting in the work. I'm still playing him. I'm I'm Puka. Great pickup. Hmm. I agree 100%. Tutu Atwell is like the guy who is clearly affected by this. And yes, he got a touchdown in week five, but that's pretty much all he did. Um, so yeah, you can, you can move yeah. on from Tutu Atwell. Puka is going to be the workman. He's going to mm-hmm. get the set. I, 11 targets is great. So if he keeps getting 10, 11 targets, but I, even it goes down to eight, he's going to be this workman guy where we're going to be able mm-hmm. to have him in this role every week. Yep. Yeah. But wow. Cooper cup. Just came back and like and was like, yeah, I'm this guy right away. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah, oh my gosh, no, they could not. It was like they did the yeah. same play like multiple times in a row, and it's just like twelve yards, twelve yards, twelve yards, and like okay. Um, another guy who had a a decent week helped facilitate, you know, more like that offense to help other guys is Joe Mixon for Cincinnati. He had nearly thirty touches, so he definitely put to work. Um, Twenty five carries on the ground, four catches nearly a hundred yards. Um, so that's, it's pretty good. No touchdown, but this was more of a game for a flashy game for burrow and chase, but yeah, Mixon did all the paperwork, you know, cut through the red tape to allow burrow and chase to do their razzle dazzle routine and get all the credit. Um, but he, you know, did a good enough for your fantasy team. He got round 13 and a half points. 
So not a bad day's work might not be bringing home the bacon, but definitely got you some like some nice roast beef, make some French dips with that. Mm, that's still a tasty meal if I say so. So there you go. All right. This next award, a big name that didn't perform. This is the you're not that guy, pal award. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. I will go with uh, Mr. Lamar Jackson. Just <laughs> could not pull it out. Could not put them away. He finished with less than 10 fantasy points on the week. And that is definitely not what you want from your starting quarterback in fantasy football. A guy you drafted early um, against a divisional opponent. Nonetheless, uh, he had a good amount of yards with 236 through the air and 45 on the ground. But he didn't score where it mattered. In fact, he didn't score. That's the thing. He um, like they faced a bend don't break defense and a defense that definitely took over. But he had zero touchdowns and he had multiple turnovers. He had an interception and a fumble lost, which really impacted his day. Um, and, you know, I hope you just had somebody else like a Jamar Chase or a DJ Moore or somebody to counteract his bad bad week but yeah lamar jackson did not show up uh i'm uh, oh, sorry uh, yeah. justice hill scored the touchdown for the ravens and i playing ryan knew i needed some kind of uh, extra oomph so i benched lamar and started anthony richardson <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> he got hurt so oh, that, no. didn't, that did not help me uh, oh, turns out rough. I should have played Bryce Young. Out of, out of yeah, life. right. Oh my goodness. Uh, I got Miles Sanders. Uh, now we know Detroit's defense is really good, and Carolina faced Detroit in Week Five. But Sanders only carried the ball seven times, thirty-two yards, only had one target, didn't catch it. One point two fantasy points, just terrible for Miles Sanders. This is three of five weeks. He's been outside of the top 30 running backs. You drafted him as your RB2 most likely, and you can't really trust him enough to play him there. Uh, I mean, he, maybe he slides in at your flex, but I don't even want, want to play him mm-hmm. there at this point. Seems like Miles Sanders isn't, uh, isn't as good as we thought he was. Yeah. Uh, you should say just terrible in Charles Barkley voice next time. Do it. Terrible. Just practice. Just terrible. Just, practice just right terrible. <laughs> just terrible. Uh, another guy who was just terrible uh, was Ronjay Stevenson 2.4 fantasy points you're just not that guy pal for three straight games and it's the Patriots offense as a whole they're pretty much almost not playable Uh, I don't know when they're going to start being playable it's kind of hard to predict at this point but Man, they I scored zip, three points. A, zap, a zippy, a zappy. They play at Vegas next week. If they do not get a dub and able to score, you're done. I I don't know. I don't know what to do. You have to bench them and not play them anymore. Because then they play yeah. Buffalo at Miami, Washington, Indy. All Ooh. teams that are pretty are good enough to probably beat them. Mm. And, oh uh, man, you can't, you can't keep playing Mac Jones. Like he is, he is actively well, losing them games. I don't know about the quarterback thing, right? I, 
I don't think Bailey Zappi's good. So that's, you that's, say that Mag, fine, you say like, Mac Jones is losing the game, but like I think Bailey or Bailey Zappi is not anything better. Yeah. Not better. retired Tom Brady is better than I Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah but that's I mean, actually I mean, true. <laughs> I don't I, know if Bill's bringing Todd back. Yeah, no, no, no. And that'll do it for our awards. Let's move on to the waiver wire. First, before we get into our list, is there anyone that people should be looking to add that is above 45% rostered so they don't qualify for this segment? I, I mean, I think your guy, JJ, Julie, like, for Julie sure. McLaughlin, yeah. 47% rostered. Uh, two weeks in a row, this guy has caught a ball for a touchdown, catching three passes each of the last two weeks, carried the ball for 72 yards last week, 68 yards this week. It's a split with uh, Javante Williams out between McLaughlin and uh, Samaje Pirine, but uh, it's clear to me that Jaleel McLaughlin is the much more explosive, more athletic player between the two, and mm-hmm. so that's the guy I want to roster, even on yeah. this Denver Broncos team. I agree. I mean, they, the Broncos look better than they did last year. It's mm. just they still lose, which is yeah, yeah. hilarious. They find a way to lose still. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my guy is Dalton Schultz. He is 52.1% rostered. Ryan uh, loves it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a little bit touchdown dependent. Like, yeah. Um, but he's had a touchdown in the past, each of the past two weeks. Um, in week four, he caught all of his passes for 43 yards, found the end zone week five wide open on CJ Stroud's lone touchdown on the week, caught seven of his 10 targets for 65 yards. Um, seems like another option for CJ Stroud and this Texans offense. Um, especially if like a guy like tank Dell is going to be out, um, as, as a possibility with a concussion moving forward. Um, they do face new Orleans, which is a tough opponent versus tight ends, but I think with, with him, there's, there's always a chance to get a touchdown, you know, there's, so as long as there's always a chance for him to find the end zone, um, like he's a, he can be a streaming tight end um but yeah for sure jillian mclaughlin is i think the go-to guy for uh for this week above 45 i agree with you and i'm gonna also double down stack it up dalton schultz adam okay tight end position i mean touchdown or bust pretty much yeah well this offense is good it yeah i mean yeah yeah, yeah. points this week but like i think they're good i think they could we, score 20 plus every CJ week. Stroud finds a way to get onto our podcast every single week. Talk, of talk course. about how He's good he played. Breaking records. Yeah. The most passes. Oh, they should have freaking had a pick, though. They dropped yeah, it. Yeah. You got lucky. Got lucky. Now nah, the football gods, you know. All right. Who is who is on your list? 45% or less roster that you'd be adding this week on the waiver wire. So should I just go everyone really fast again or no? I'm just kidding. No, no, just, <laughs> just give us one at a time. Okay. Uh, Rasheed Rice. Uh, 21% rostered. I think he's the guy that's going to break out in this offense. Uh, five plus targets uh, each week. He's not playing a ton yet. But every time he does, like he's on the field, he gets targets. I already added him because I thought he was going kind to of go off against Minnesota. He gets the touchdown. They have good matchups coming up. I think they play because they play Denver. Sorry, let me double check this. They play Denver and then 
Chargers, Denver, Miami, by Philadelphia, Vegas, Green Bay. All defenses they could score on. And if he starts playing more, because, listen, Sky Moore is just not that good. Mm. Kadarius Tony is a gadget guy. And gadget when, you, when you get open and you're able to go five, five, seven, and five out of your four, four of your last five games, you're just going to expand. I just think this is the time you have to add this guy now before he blows up. That run right there, if he gets, let's say, he, from five to eight targets, that could be a wide receiver to flex, wide receiver to the flex play every week. Yeah. I mean, if, if he, he's the chief wide receiver to roster, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, yes. That's how to put it. If you, can, you can't have Travis Kelsey, you don't have Pat, maybe you do have Patrick Mahomes um, mm-hmm. or Pacheco. He, he's the third chiefs guy to have. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I'll I'll add KJ Osborne, twenty one point eight percent rostered. Yes, he is super touchdown uh, dependent type of guy. Um, but if Justin Jefferson misses time, which hopefully he doesn't, um, KJ Osborne's target share will go up. Uh, he saw a season high nine targets on Sunday. If he sees five plus targets a game with Jefferson out, has a chance at getting in the end zone. Bye weeks are here; they're happening. Um, KJ Osborne can can give you that boom if if you need it. I'm gonna go with Josh Downs, eleven percent rostered. You know, I gotta represent the uh the Colts Colts nation. Just, no, just no, you had a chance to pick him. You had it. <laughs> you had the chance to go back home. You can't be saying Colts Nation now. I gotta throw some love from far away. You know, you know, oh, like okay. with Miami right now, but you gotta gotta respect the hustle that they're going through right now. Anyways, you know, I'm happy for about them. his exes. I'm happy for them. <laughs> um, he, he, he seems that to be... interception. In the um, he... Taylor is back. Oh. Um, Josh Downs seems to be a favorite option for Gardner Minshew, who will likely be the starting quarterback, you know, at least for the next game with Anthony Richardson having his shoulder injury. Um, you know, with your you hair know, like that, you should be Gardner Minshew for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool, dude. Um, so maybe, on. Yeah, you know, then I'd be oh, no, no, some right. ascensions. <laughs> Just a little bit longer. <laughs> Um, in week three, Gardner Minshew threw to Downs 12 times and connected with him on eight of those for nearly 60 yards. In week five, after coming in for Richardson, Downs caught all six of his passes for 97 yards. Um, they faced Jacksonville in week six, which could be a very good matchup for Josh Downs um, since they allow 200, nearly 240 yards per game um, in the passing game um, this year. And when playing at home, though, they allow near nearly 290. So that's a 50 yard difference when they're playing at home. So I think with Minshew mania at the helm, I could be down to pick up Josh downs. Nice. Uh, Tajay Spears, uh, 25% rostered. If Henry goes down, this guy is going to be the running back that we're all spending all the fab on to replace. He's explosive. He's getting a good amount of, uh, targets four, f- four or more in four of the five uh, games this season. 
this Titan office doesn't even pass that much. So that's actually pretty good for them. <laughs> if you think <laughs> about it, like it's not like they're throwing 40 times, they're like throwing like 32 times. So five of those or four of those is pretty good. Uh, he's just a good runner. I, I just like him. I think he's a guy that you could stash away. I know bye weeks are coming and it's kind of hard to stash these players, but he's a guy where, where we spent all that money on fab with Jerome Ford and it didn't kind of work out and it did work out with a chain. But this guy is going to work out just like a chain. I think. Uh, yeah. I got Tajay Spears as my second ad. Also, I mean, I've talked about him two or three weeks now in a row. Uh, and we keep seeing more and more from him each week, scored the touchdown on the end around this week. Um, he's a gadget player right now. They're drawing up plays to get the ball into his hands, but he's it's few and far between plays. Um, he is the pass catcher, like Ryan said, saw five targets this week. Especially if you have Derrick Henry. Uh, now I think even if you don't have him, this guy is super athletic. You can go add Tajay Spears. Uh, a guy we've talked about in years past. And so I'm, you know, going to the well again. It's Curtis Samuel, 14.7% rostered. He's had a quietly good season so far as he tends to do. Um, he has had three weeks over 10 fantasy points with two of those being over 15 um, back-to-back weeks as you know, low and like low wide receiver one high wide receiver two. I think he's finished wide receiver 12 and wide receiver 13 the past two weeks. Um, also has a touchdown in each of the past two weeks with one of those coming on the ground. So they're utilizing him in different ways, not just in the passing game, even though it's a very small number of, of rushing attempts or yeah. Um, he could be a decent flex option if you're struggling with like nobody really on your bench, like just a vacant bench with players you can't play. You could, you know, put him in as a flex option depending on the, uh, the matchup. So it just depends on, uh, how Sam Hell feels that week, but he's been, he's been all right. Uh, next up for me, Tyler Conklin, 17% rostered a guy who is just really involved in this offense uh, five plus targets in the last four games going against Philadelphia. Uh, I love watching the Eagles, but this passing defense is just not as good as it was last year. And they're definitely able to give up yards. And Conklin, I think is good. I, I think they have a connection. So I pick him up. All right. Uh, I got Roshan Johnson, uh, 37.1% rostered. Uh, it seems like all the Bears running backs are hurt right now. Roshan Johnson is the guy I want. Um, as it looks like Herbert will miss a couple weeks, but Johnson himself entered concussion protocol. They did play on Thursday, so that's an extra couple days to get him through concussion protocol. Hopefully he makes it through. If not, Dante Foreman is available too, 5.1% rostered. Um I don't know if you want to play either of those guys, but I had to find a third name for this list and, um, you know, 12 carries or so for the bears and a couple catches. You can get into the top 24. I, I just wouldn't exactly count on starting them, but if, if there's an injury, if you have Khalil Herbert and you desperately need someone, go ahead and pick up the backups there. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with like another backup guy that potentially has a chance to play. And it's Amari Demarcado, who is 0.3 percent rostered. He is the backup to James Conner. 
Um, so he came in when James Conner went down in week five. Um, and so if James Conner is, you know, too injured to to play in week six, you know, we'll see throughout how, you know, how the week goes, but if he's out, then you could potentially play. Um, I mean, probably don't not play him cause it's a tough matchup versus the Rams, but you know, um, he's the backup. And if Connor's out, uh, he had 4.4 or 4.5 yards per carry. Um, so, you know, he can probably see a bigger workload if he plays the whole game. Um, he needs more targets through the air probably to be viable. But again, if he plays a full game, who knows? Um, but yeah, it's just a backup. You can pick up if James Connor is, is injured. I'm not going to lie. I would rather have Keontae Ingram. Uh, he was out this week, but um, uh-huh. I think if he does play, he's the better back. Well, but, there you go. Then. Uh, just, pick, just my personal so, opinion. Um, pick, up a, pick up a backup to James Conner. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, another guy I had on my list, Jordan Mason. Ran hard for the 49ers. Carried the ball 10 times for 69 yards. Nice. nice. Uh, scored the touchdown. It's definitely CMC there, but if you have room, go ahead and add Jordan Mason. Hmm. Is there anyone you're dropping? Najee Harris. Oh, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Like, I just, I, I can't, like, I, I've been kind of forced to play him out of like necessity to a certain extent. I probably, you know, should have played somebody else, like probably should have played some AJP Ryan, but this after, you know, uh, Nick Chubb got injured. It's been a rough go in terms of running backs. Um, but he looks like an old, like the old man in this offense, less than 10 carries in four out of five games and few, um, 11 or fewer touches in three out of the five games, averaging 2.7 yards per carry less than 20 yards per game over the past four weeks. He does not look good. And like Brees hall and is clearly like, way he's the number one guy in this backfield he looks great he's way better even michael carter looks better than um than dalvin cook uh so yeah just get somebody else like i don't know he's just kind of feels like dead weight on your fantasy team at this point so just either get rid of him or try to use him in a trade i don't know Najee harris goes on the bye next week he's had one game over 10 points uh he is not if they don't score touchdown or rushing touchdowns, he is useless to you. I would drop him for any of the guys we said. Yeah, it's it's um Jalen Warren there. Mm-hmm. Um for I mean, Najee got 14 rushes. So like he getting vol he got volume. That's great. But he did nothing with him. Yeah. Jalen Warren looks more explosive, you know. Sixty six percent roster. Zeke, this is a Zeke and uh, Pollard thing that we just went through for years. Mm. Mm. Uh, was actually good for you know three three plus years yeah uh, i'm dropping odell uh beckham jr 56 percent rostered after missing two weeks odell came back and left the game early there's not a point in holding on to him uh onto this once great drop bateman too yeah Bait, bateman I mean, drops I- the ball i drop him wide open touchdown get off i don't need him uh All yeah receivers had a bad day ties. yeah Four targets has yet to catch more than three passes on this uh, in a game this season. Hasn't had over forty yards. Hasn't gotten in the end zone. Move on from Odell. 
Yeah, Moving and it, it was everyone like, but Flowers and Andrew Spirit. Yeah, and Flowers had a, a off game. He looked like he yeah. was in Space Jam, where like it's like, who is this guy? Um, yeah. he definitely you know looked different, but that'll be it's one game. He is clearly like, hopefully that won't happen again with him. So yeah, keep Flowers, but yeah, yeah every everybody else beside and Mark Andrews. So, but yeah, can you drop Jerry Judy? Yeah, I mean, I. I I just I don't know. Five you never... plus targets every week he's played hasn't been over fifty five yards once though. Does he get in has, the end zone? Has yet to score a touchdown. He's finished. Uh, has one finish inside the top thirty six wide receivers. Finished at thirty four. Drop him. I think you could trade him. Okay. Fair. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, you can. Yeah, if I'm you can, that's a better option. He still gets him. targets. He still gets I, five yeah, plus yeah, targets. Yeah, yeah. Is the thing. Yeah. I think he's enough where you can add him in a two for one. Also, you can hope that, like, man, he might get traded there. That yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Oh. Uh, producer Ian, anyone you're adding or dropping on the waiver wire this week? Um, Half my team I want to drop. Uh, <laughs> I agree with dropping Odell, but the problem is I'm in a league with Kevward, so I can't drop yeah, so him. Just don't give the people that one. That's a very rare case. Go ahead and drop yeah. Odell. Um, I do. I, Herbert, are you are you hanging on to Herbert? I know you have him on one of your teams. The problem is the rest of my running backs are also hurt, mm. and so if he if he's able to come back in two weeks, mm. it might be worth it for me to keep. Um, I am looking to trade Saquon though. So, um, the only one I could think of was Jaleel McLaughlin, but he's slightly over the 45%. Yeah. So nobody else really major besides that. All right. Uh, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening again. Our website, daydreamermedia.com. Go there, get all of our stuff. Follow us on social media, Instagram and TikTok at FF daydreamers. And come hang out with us on Twitch, twitch.com slash Media Sunday and Wednesday nights, where we record this podcast that you just listened to live. And you guys can hang out with us and and uh, get your guys' questions answered and whatnot. Uh, other than that, tell your friends and stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.